Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Matt Embry, thank you for that wonderful and welcome back to Laporte Slicer Gym. That game one winner, Michigan City, 18-6 now with that victory tonight over Laporte, 79-64. In fact, I bumped into Tom Wells coming up the stairs, congratulated him on a, a good win, and I know they are eager to get back to that champion. They don't care who they're playing, especially after last year's tough, gut-wrenching loss to South Bend Adams. And no matter whether it's Riley or the Mishawaka Cavemen, they will be one heck of an opponent for either of the Wildcats or the Cavemen on uh, on Monday night. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about that. They have the best uh, score in the tournament at uh, Jamie Hodges at uh, 23 points a game. He's a great point guard. And uh, I mean, let's see what we can get done here in this game. I mean, there's some good guards in this game also. Arthur Jones, I think one of the big keys for Mishawaka is how Arthur Jones come out comes out in this game and, and how he establishes uh, some offensive rhythm for the Mishawaka Cavemen. Lineups are being introduced down on the floor. 13-9 Riley. We visited with their head coach Alex Daniel at halftime of game number one in case you missed that. He talked about uh, some of the keys for the Cats and about his basketball team that certainly has started to come of age in particular after the uh, December contest that these two teams, Mishawaka and Riley, had. That's all Mishawaka win 62-57. December 9th seems like a million mile or uh, light years ago, but uh, certainly the Cats basketball team that is a formidable opponent from an offense and defensive standpoint because they can get up and down the floor, they can half court you, they can smother you with defense. They're only giving up 57.5 points per game compared to a 61 point per game average for Riley. Mishawaka scoring just a couple of percentage points below 60, 59.8 per outing compared to 53.5 on the defensive side. Starters again are being introduced and we will Watch that unfold as the introductions continue. Mishawaki is the home team, thanks to the draw from the IHSAA. A bye team, as is Riley, uh, is an automatic visitor. They will wear their navy blue and gold uniforms tonight, down to that University of Michigan look, I guess. And the Mishawaka came in in their home Under Armour whites with the maroon trim and the silver highlights. Of course, our uniform description sponsored by Kevin Grazier and the team at BSN Sports. Starters for the Cavemen. Jackson Snyder will start at one guard, 5'10". Sophomore averages four points, three rebounds a game. Cooper Pritchett will start at a forward, 6'3", junior. He wears the number 12. Seven point, four rebounds per game average. Rasan Johnson, a 6'3", junior, starts for Mishawaka, 9.9 points per game. Coming out 15 points on Tuesday in the Mishawaka win over Plymouth. Maddox Yohe, six foot senior, did not play in the opening game between Riley and Mishawaka. He averages three and a half per contest at Arthur Jones. Leading K-Man score at 14.9. He will start at guard, averaging also three and a half rebounds and three assists per game. Arthur, in the meeting earlier, played uh, at the Cave, scored 25 points. So we are ready for basketball. Meanwhile, 
Starters for Sop and Riley. Caleb Francis will jump at center. Keyshawn Wright will start at a guard. Marvin Schindler, their leading scorer, coming back from a thumb injury, broken thumb to be exact. He is on the floor, along with Peyton Baird, who will actually get the opening tip and then re-tip it into the backcourt to Keyshawn Wright. And we are underway. Riley wins the opening tip. They will go from near side to far side and or right to left. On the block, Manny Hill with the basketball. Hill, reverse hook pass out center floor against the caveman man-to-man defense. Dribble drive. Schindler, step back jumper. Remy, no. Baird with the rebound. Puts it back up soft to them. Peyton Baird recycles it for two, and Riley draws first blood to lead it two zip. We've played 30 seconds. Peyton Baird's a horse on the board at 6'5", and a junior. Mish Walker got to get a body on him. Out to the top of the floor, Jackson Snyder gives it up to Arthur Jones, and the K-men go to work here on the near end of the floor. Now dribble drive, 17-footer, pull-up jumper, Arthur Jones. Who again had 25 with these teams men in December in the K-man victory, has his first two. He had 13 Tuesday night in the win over Plymouth. 2-2 tie. Baird, deep right side to Manny Hill. Dribble entry on Maddox Yohe. Waits, flips it outside to Keyshawn Wright. Wright goes to the left point. Deep outside the arc is Peyton Baird. On the wing left side, it will be Schindler. Schindler gives it up now to Francis. Francis, Baird, dribble drive and loses the ball on the entry, but it says it dribbled off of his chest and was touched last by a caveman defender. That ruled by the underneath official. Under the basket, that's where Riley will re-inbound it at 6.46. First quarter just underway here from LaPorte High School. Inbounds, Katz. Caleb Francis triggers. Top of the circle, Baird takes it strong to the basket, drops the shoulder, leans into Gruber Pritchett, and is able to draw the charging. No, actually a traveling violation. So good t- defense by the caveman. Force rallies into a turnover, and it's a 2-2 tie, staying here at 6.40, first quarter. Up the floor, Arthur Jones races to the forecourt, picked up by the defensive Keyshawn Wright. Left point, dribble drive. Rashawn, jump pass to Jackson Snyder. Snyder outside the wing. Lobs at center floor, had to be chased down by Arthur Jones. Jones fakes the three, dribbles in the crowd. Bounce pass to the floor, gives to Cooper Pritchett. Goes up, no good off the rim, but he's fouled in the act of shooting. Arthur Jones' ability to get into paint. I know Alex Daniel talked about that in his pregame talk to us about keeping uh, the caveman out of the paint and Arthur's ability to get into the paint just uh, allowed Caleb or Cooper Pritchett to get two free throws here and he knocks down the first one. Pritchett a 57% free throw shooter. He has been up and down with his free throw accuracy on the season but gets off to a good start with his first point of this game. And Mishawaka leading early, 3-2. Second free throw of Pritchett. This one is too strong off the back iron. The rebound pulled down very politely by teammates Francis and Baird for Riley. In the backcourt, Keyshawn Wright races to the timeline. Reverses direction right to left. Well, gets a hip check from Hassan Johnson. No how, no blood, no foul. And Wright will reset that offense now. Left side. Schindler, dribble penetration. Scoops it out to Manny Hill. Catch and shoot three ball. Air ball rims off the side of the iron. Just barely grazed the iron. And the rebound down to the caveman. Jackson Snyder up the floor. Arthur Jones dribbles down the middle of the lane. Put it up and in. Good explosive move to the basket. Arthur Jones. Who has four on the K-Man lead, 5-2. to two. Baseline right, Manny Hill goes up, and the shot is blocked in midair. Blocked by Rasan. Rebound by the K-Man. Johnson flashes up the floor, puts in the brakes, finds Jackson Snyder. Cutter to the hole up and in. K-Man with defense becoming offense, 7-2, Mishawaka. 
That's obviously the start that Mishawaka wants uh, defensively and offensively. Left point running, pull-up jumper, missed by Schindler. Rebound came in. Rasan Johnson now dribbles it up the floor and works it off to the far left side now. Johnson gets a screen, gets out center floor, reverses it back to that left point area to Jackson Snyder. Jackson dribble penetrates, gives to Rasan. Thought for just a half a second about the three. Instead, re-dribbles and resets the offense. Center floor to Arthur. Arthur, step back three is up. It is swish, and it's gone. Caveman, 10-2 with the lead at 4.52 first quarter. Arthur was deep on that three, had his footwork done, and, and just rose over the 5'7", uh, Keyshawn Wright. Schindler inside the Keyshawn Wright, who dribble penetrates on Hassan Johnson, although Wright is only listed at 5'7". I'm thinking more like about 5'5". Uh, I'm thinking uh, about 5'4", his number, to be quite honest with you. He's really, he's really small out there. Arthur Jones looks like he could post him up. Arthur Jones is senior. I mean, really, really strong. Keyshawn Wright, really small out there. Keyshawn Wright is 78% free throw shooter on the season. Misses the front of the one and one off the back iron. 10-2 Mishawaka with the early lead. Riley, a club that has not played since February 21st. Do you think the rust factor is a factor? No, I think their youth is a factor, to be honest with you. They, they start four sophomores. They play a lot of young kids. And uh, I, I think that's the factor in this game so far. Arthur Jones can, can get into the paint, can take anybody he wants to into the paint, and when he does that, good things happen for the caveman. Riley's substitution as Keyshawn Wright hits the second free throw. Brandon Williams subs in, one sophomore for another. He's in for Wright at 4.35 to play first quarter. Rasad Johnson with defender Peyton Baird right on his hip. Pritchett swings it left side. Brady Fisher had also just checked in for Mishawaka. And a little bumping foul as Arthur Jones catches it. And he's bumped from behind defensively by Riley's Manny Hill. Riley doesn't switch any screens. Mishawaka switches every screen. So Riley will attempt to fight over any screen that Mishawaka sets. Up the floor with Son Johnson now through the center stripe. Brings it down the right point. Now dribbles the bounce pass is stolen away by Manny Hill. Long pass up the floor. Intercepted by Brady Fisher. K-Men return the favor with back-to-back -back turnovers, and they get that steal. And at 4.05 to play first quarter, K-Men look to add to their 10-3 lead. Center floor, Arthur waits and hands it away to Rasan Johnson. Rasan goes right, foul on extension to Jackson. Down to Pritchett. Pritchett bobbles the ball and traveled with it. Cooper tries to dribble the ball along the right baseline. And, and obviously his forte is being around that basket and, and using his body really well. That's the second turnover for the Cavemen. Uh, Riley also has two turnovers. Possession to the Wildcats now at 347, counting first quarter, a seven-point Mishawaka lead at 10 to three. Right side, faking, dribbling, and going off balance and falling down is Brandon Williams, but he's able to draw the defensive foul against the Cavemen. No, they're going to say he has called for the travel. Jackson Snyder does a really good job defensively of moving his feet and cutting any driver off. That's exactly what he did there to force the travel. So the turnover by Riley gives it back to Mishawaka. Three and a half minutes to play here in our first quarter. 10-3, Caveman. Center floor. Brady Fisher sets a screen for Arthur. Fakes left. Goes right. Euro step into the paint. The ball knocked off of Baird's hand. Almost went to the basket, but Baird gets the rebound. Fires a baseball pass up the floor. Williams catches out to Hill. Top side to Baird. 
Baird literally from NBA range takes it in on Cooper Pritchett. Now leans in, forces up a shot, and it goes in. Peyton Baird just uses 6-5 frame and his long arms to work and wrap around Cooper Pritchett and get this shot to fall to make it a 10-5 contest. Riley down by five. Now Jackson Snyder dribbles hard inside, gives outside to Arthur Jones, who will launch a soft, soft touching three to make it a 13-5 caveman lead. Exactly the start that Coach Bender wants Arthur Jones to have. Things have come easy for him, and he, and he makes him look easy by the way he's playing so calm. Left wing three, missed by Williams. Rebound, Arthur Jones looks left, goes right. Jackson Snyder, cutter to the basket, put it up and in, and that will force Zappin Riley and head coach Alex Daniel to burn a South Bend Riley timeout. 2.32 to go first quarter. Cavemen explode to a 10-point lead. 15-5 Mishawaka. You're in two with Mishawaka Caveman basketball and Indiana Hoosier Hysteria on 96-1 the ton. An update for you on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard in a thriller in Class 3A over in Bago Township at Jimtown High School. South Bend, Washington has held off South Bend St. Joe. The Panthers win their sectional defeating the Indians 62-61. Wow, what a ball game. So they played three games there, two in the morning. That saw Washington and St. Joe in. And as we come back to live action here after the Riley timeout, the Cats force or actually give up a possession on an unforced error and turnover by Peyton Baird on the dribble. And Mishawaki gets the ball back, leading 15-5 at 2:21 first quarter. But after Washington beat Marion earlier today and St. Joe ousted New Prairie, man, oh man, what a what a triple header of games there today. So Mishawaka leading by 10. Arthur Jones penetrates the paint, puts up the floater, hits the back iron, no. Rebound Brady Fisher, head fake, gets his defenders up in the air and puts it up and in. Good blue collar rebound and put back by Brady Fisher. 17-5 caveman. Back right wing, dribble drive. Almost bobbled and lost by Francis. Center floor, Schindler. Dribble drive, he'll jump pass it out to Manny Hill. Top side three, Schindler from Trey Land. No, rebound on Sam. Clears the glass, gives to Arthur. Arthur will trot up the floor, now puts on the brakes, deep left point area. At 1.38 to play first quarter, Mishawaka up by a dozen. Arthur dribbles, forces up the shot in the lane. Ball blocked away by Hill, rebounded by Manny Hill. And here come the Wildcats in the corner. Schindler from three, rimming, tapped up, and in! As Peyton Baird collided in midair with Rasan Johnson, I think actually it went off Rasan's hand, but Peyton Baird will be credited with a putback for his sixth point. 17-7, Riley cuts it within 10. Bounce pass, Brady Fisher. Out left point to Maddox Show. He almost fired away the three. Center floor to Rasan. Now to Jackson Snyder. Back to Brady Fisher. Fisher almost thought about his first three of the season. Post feed. Yohe on the left block, finds Rasan, backs his man Beard under the basket, loose ball stolen, caroms around, picked up by Francis, he'll throw it up the floor, but throw it over, and pass Brandy Williams out of bounds for a Riley turnover. Riley's got to understand, whenever they get, whenever they cause a turnover, the ball's got to be so precious to them, and, and they got to hold on to that ball and, and make sure if they throw it up that it's going to be a completion. They're down 10 now with about 30 seconds left in this first half. Cavemen will hold for one. Cavemen looking for win number 19 on the season. They're 18 and 6. Riley is 13 and 9. Rasan Johnson now works laterally across the midcourt stripe. Dribbles in the paint, takes it to the hole. Running scoop layup is good. Worked it right past the defender, Caleb Francis. And Rasan has his first points. 
19-7, came in back the other way, traveling violation on Riley as Manny Hill stutter-stepped and walked with it on the right wing forecourt. Six turnovers for Riley to three uh, uh, by the cavemen. Possession to Mishawaka. Good gathering of caveman fans here, but not real loud to be honest with you. And now Rasan almost had the ball stripped away once, but the second time Peyton Baird literally crashed into Rasan Johnson, forcing him to the ground. And Peyton Baird will pick up his first foul of the night for Southland Riley and the team's third. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Peyton Baird just really went into uh, Rashad and caused the collision. Inbounds at five seconds to go. First quarter, Jackson Snyder inbounds. Arthur takes it strong to the glass. Can't get the running layup to fall. Rebound, Riley. They won't get a shot off as we go to the quarter break. After one, Mishawaka off to a great start. Cavemen lead it by double digits plus. After one period, Mishawaka 19, South Bend Riley 7. Here in two with Mishawaka Cavemen basketball and Indiana Hoosier Hysteria on 96 1 the ton. Hi, this is Shelly. We turn the page to quarter number two along with former Caveman basketball coach Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. After one period of play, Mishawaka 19, South Bend Riley 7. The ultimate possession are two, the Caveman, but on an inbound double team trap, they throw it away as Rasan Johnson gets immediately double teamed and his outlet is stolen away by Caleb Francis and the Wildcats. One of the few mistakes Mishawaka's made so far in this game, Coach. That's their fourth turnover. Uh, Riley came with a quick double team. That surprised Mishawaka. Keyshawn Wright out top side to Caleb Francis. Launching three, missing three. Rebounded to Brady Fisher. It is Arthur Jones racing up the floor. He gets into a crowd of three, kind of three Navy Blue jerseys, and he's hacked and fouled in the act of shooting. And he'll go to the line. But he and the underneath official will have a... Moment of commentary. I'll leave it at that. Well, Arthur wants a, uh, a intentional foul, but I thought the uh, Riley player went after the ball, just kind of knocked it out of there. Riley is 0 for 5 from the three-point line, and none of those threes look close. And if, if Riley can't if Riley can't make a perimeter jump shot, it's going to be a long night for them. First free throw by Arthur Jones is up a good ease. One of one, Caveman two of three in the early stretches here at the free throw line. Arthur a 62% free throw shooter on the season. And after a 10-point first half, he has her first quarter, rather. He has 11. 20 to seven, Mishawaka just underway here in period number two. Free throw number two in the two-trip opportunity are both good. And Arthur's given the Caveman a 21-7. Sounds like a football score lead. Keith Kinder in the, about the seventh row over there would be very happy with that tally. Here for basketball or on the gridiron. Schindler, double team, ball on the handoff, stolen by Arthur. Arthur, right side to Rasan. He'll go up for the running layup, but it was knocked away like a volleyball spike by Caleb Francis. Good that's, hustle back defense. That's really tough to uh, offensively run a handoff against uh, Mishwaka because they switch so much, and uh, they trap that. Fisher in the corner finds Jackson Snyder, launching three, missing three, rebounded by Peyton Baird. Baird up the floor, goes to Keyshawn Wright, races to the forecourt. Deep right corner, gives to Francis, thought about an NBA three, instead gives it to Baird. He'll dribble the lane, has the ball knocked away. Dribble drive to the hole, Francis puts it up, shot blocked, rebound Mishawaka. Here comes Arthur, pulls up, pop up three, rimming no, rebound chased down by Maddox Yohee. What a great save by Yohee, but it bounces into the hands of Brandon Williams. Williams runs the floor, goes to the right corner to Manny Hill. Riley will set the offense now at 6.40 till halftime. Mishawaka in the lead of 21-7. Paired. Peyton Baird, 
Jump pass right side. The catch and shoot from three off the side of the glass. Missed badly by Brandon Williams. Rebound Arthur Jones. He'll run the floor. Takes it in the paint. Up for the basket. And on the way up, shot was partially blocked. And a bad miss by the caveman. Rebound Baird. He'll run the floor. Pull up left point jumper. Three ball no. Rebound on a hop. Comes down to Rasan Johnson. Right now, Riley not cherishing possessions. And Mishawaka, they can clean up this transition game a bit. They could be up by... 20. Yeah, Mishawaka needs to be a little more patient offensively because they can score whenever they want to. Maddox Yohe tries to post up, kicks it out to Rasan on the top side. Think of a three and said fakes it, goes outside to Arthur. 548 to play here in the half. Arthur dribbled, penetrates, double team, kicks it out to Rasan. Good help defense on that left wing. They pick up Rasan. Johnson, the K-Men, will go back to work now. Johnson flips it into Yohe. Ball fakes, travel with it. That's the fifth turnover for the Caveman. And uh, Marvin Schindler coming back in for South Bend Riley. Uh, let's see if, if Marvin can, can get on track here and make a shot. He comes in for Caleb Francis, the 6'3 athletic senior. So 5.33 here in the first half remain. Marvin Schindler back in the game, averaging 15.5 points per game. And right now the Wildcats have not yet scored in the second period and for that matter have been held stymied by Mishawaka's defense as the caveman lead 21-7. Wow, on a switch off, Maddox Yohe got clobbered. You can hear the oohs and ahs by the fans in the stands on that collision off the ball, but no blood, no foul. Meanwhile, with the dead ball, substitution Mishawaka, Cooper Pritchett returns to the lineup and subbing in for the first time tonight is Anthony Nelson. 5.15 to play here in our first half, 21-7, Mishawaka. Keyshawn Wright goes to the left corner. Mac Schindler, topside three, Brandon Williams will hit the three. For Riley, a big, big triple, making this an 11-point game, and here comes the full-court, backcourt, Riley press now. He goes to Maddox Yohe from Anthony Nelson, and now Arthur looking to the Mishawaka bench, Manny Hill... Hustles in, deflects it away from Arthur Jones, and turns the caveman over. And a frustrated Arthur Jones will take a seat, slam the towel down on the bench area. And Jackson Steiner will return to the caveman combination. Arthur got off to a great start. His first five minutes were great. Then, uh, in maybe the last six minutes, I mean, he's tried to force it a little bit. Now he's just got to sit down. Left wing three, put up by Brandon Williams, way off the mark, the rebound, Anthony Nelson, but Nelson was pushed in the act of getting the rebound. After that push, Nelson might need a chiropractor. He got leveled. So the foul on Riley against number 24, Manny Hill, is his second. Possession inbounds by the K-Men, but it's stolen away by Riley. Quickly, a Keyshawn right on the steal. Takes it to the basket, but he's bumped and fouled. And right now the K-Men are kind of stymied with just two minutes, or two points rather, in this first three and a half minutes of the second quarter. In fact, our scoring in this period has been 3-2 Riley. Yeah, so so uh, Mishawaka's got off to this really, really good start. Uh, Riley hasn't made any shots. The fact that Riley's only got 10 points is is not by mistake. Mishawaka plays really good defense, but Mishawaka's not running any offense. They're taking quick shots. They just need to come down and refocus a little bit offensively and uh, put this game away early. 
Keyshawn right at the line, missing the first badly, softly with this free throw, puts it up and in. He goes one of two for his second point, 21 to 11. Riley trying to sneak back into this game a bit. Now Jackson Snyder playing the point, draws a double team, hook pass to the top to Nelson, jump pass Pritchett, goes right side to Fisher, put it up, and in, and he's fouled! Great head fake by Brady Fisher. And some great touch passes by the K-Men, work to perfection. That's a great job of handling that full court pressure by Riley. Uh, get the ball in the middle. Cooper uh, Pritchett flashed, got the ball in the middle. No dribbles. And no dribbles, just move the ball up. Brady Fisher is the recipient on the block. He's got a chance for three-point play. Free throw short off the rim, no. Tapped up, no. Manny Hill controls the rebound for South Bend Riley. They trailed 23-11. to Hill races to the forecourt, gives it up now to Williams. Center floor, Schindler. Schindler dribbles in the paint. Ball loose on the floor. Dove on by Maddox Johe, and he'll grab the loose ball. And I believe a hustling Bodie Bender will ask for the possession-saving timeout, but instead they'll say tie-up jump ball, possession Riley. Good hustle play by Maddox Johe as he'll check out, and Rasan Johnson returns to the caveman combination. Up the floor now. Schindler dribbles in, left wing, gives it up to right, right outside from three, Manny Hill launching, missing, rebound, Jackson Snyder. Caveman all over that rebound, four minutes to go in the first half. 23-11, Mishawaka. Caveman on the attack, Pritchett dribbles, tries the Euro step and bobbled the ball, but lost out of bounds, touch last by Riley. Actually a really good take by Coop as he, as he got the ball on the right side, actually used a great Euro step, I've never seen, never seen Coop do that. And just lost possession of the ball, but the, the cavemen will keep possession underneath their basket. Inbounds possession, Mishawaka left of their glass. Jackson Snyder into a falling down Rasan Johnson. Somehow he was able to keep just enough balance and not travel with the basketball to put it up and in. And up the floor, the Cats work it down in the post. Put up jumper by Peyton Baird is missed. And the rebound, Cooper Pritchett. 25-11, Mishawaka. 3.33 to go here in the first half. Jackson Snyder, out left side to Pritchett. Goes top side to Rassan. Rassan on the wing right point area. Goes to Brady. Ali post feed to Pritchett. Fakes, jump, shoots and hits him. Great post feed by Brady Fisher into the awaiting Cooper Pritchett with his first field goal. His third point. Mishawaka, 27 to 11. Long three, missed by Riley. Rebound, Brady Fisher. Bobbled the ball, then crashes, falling down. He and Manny Hill into the camera area where the couple amateur photographers are uh, taking credit for their courses right now, but they didn't anticipate getting any souvenirs down there called Manny Hill or Brady Fisher. Nice hustle by Fish to try and, and, and corral that long rebound. So, so when Fish goes down and he, and he lands like that, you're always leery about maybe him landing on that wrist. Inbounds deflected by Jackson Snyder with an uncontested layup, put it up and in. He just outleaped the much shorter Keyshawn Wright. Steal and score Snyder. Jackson's got six, and it's 29 to 11. Caveman. Top side, right. Swings it left side to Manny Hill. Step back three, swish. Big, big, big Riley Bucket there. 29 14. Hill with his first points. He averages 12 with 240 and counting before half. Shy of the timeline. They'll work it across now to Anthony Nelson. Nelson, Johnson, Pritchett, inside, muscles it up and in. Good unselfish dish there by Rasan Johnson. Pritchett with his fifth point, 31-14. Back the other way, the Cats in a quick transition mode. Put it up and in with the runner, Marvin Schindler. 
31-16. Rasan will race it up the floor with the defender right on his hip. That is right. Rasan with the left-hand dribble looks right point. Goes to Brady who will flash out. 2.08 to play in the half. Fisher, strong move to the basket. Running right-handed scoop layup is good. Fisher saw the defender back under the basket with his back to him. Took it right at him. It's really good offense by Mishawaka. Just move the ball, and if you do that, uh, the offensive lane will open up for you, but it won't open up for you after the first pass. And I think that's what Arthur tried to do in this second quarter, and that's why he's sitting next to Coach Bender. Keyshawn right, post feed in the paint area. Brandy Williams turnaround jumper put up no, tapped up no. Rebounded by Brady Fisher and Mishawaka. 1.35 to play in the first half. Caveman right now in the driver's seat, 33-16. Rasan Johnson drives through a crowd of three, one, two, three Riley defenders. And all three hit the deck. It was like a bowling ball hitting a bowling set of a trio of bowling pins. So, so one of, uh, of Alex Daniels' keys going into this game was to keep the ball out of the lane. And on, on any given offensive possession, if Mishawaka moves the ball with two or three passes, they're getting to the lane uh, at will. And when you get to the lane, good things happen. Rashad Johnson now with a couple of free throws. First free throw by Rashad Johnson, nothing but net. He was two for two in Tuesday's win over Plymouth as Mishawaka won game one of these sectionals, 61 to 35. Rasan will have one more. That last Riley foul was on number five, Brandon Williams, his first team's seventh. Free throw up, no good. High off the glass, rebounded by Manny Hill. Mill races up the floor, goes to Williams. Corner left, right from three, rattles it in and out, no good. Rebound on a hop to Cooper Pritchett. Bodies go flying, and the loose ball handoff to Rasan. Johnson up the floor, dishes out to Nelson. He'll put up the three, but Caleb Francis said, not around here. Well, now, this is what Caleb Francis Get that out of here, man. And I, he may have used a couple other words. Rejected. On the court, on the court. That's what he would have said on the street. 1.15 to go in the half. Mishawaka 34-16 leaders. 18-point advantage with the basketball. Rasan, ball fakes, dribbles to the right wing, takes it into the corner. Now goes back topside to Jackson Snyder. Back outside the wing. Inside feed, Johnson to Brady. Forces it up and in. Great, strong move to the basket by Brady Fisher. And now we have a technical whistled against the cavemen. Technical foul on Rashad Johnson. Now again, I'm doing some stats and I look up. Did you see it? I didn't see it. I looked down and marked down the basket by Fisher. Fisher, Johnson, and Anthony Nelson, or I'm sorry, Jackson Snyder were all in a pot of players running down the floor. Yeah, so uh, at 36 to 16 with a 20 point lead now. Uh, Mishawaka just got to play hard. No talking, no, you know, none of that stuff. Just just play the game hard and um, and don't give South Bend Riley any reason to think that they can be in this game. First free throw is up and good by Marvin Schindler. 77% free throw shooter on the season. So there must have been a taunting moment. There must have been something said that triggered the technical foul and then in the end zone. A few of the Mishawaka student body were uh, getting a glare or two from the officials. And Marvin Schindler, who missed the second free throw, hitting the first, will now see his team get possession. And a substitution, Jackson Snyder will take a chair. 
That last foul, by the way, of the technical on Rassan does count as a personal, and that is his second. Possession inbounds Riley with 52 seconds till halftime. 36-17 Mishawaka. Manny Hill puts up a three. It is swatted away by Maddox Johee. That's a that is a great play by Maddox to go into the crowd and, and try and try and get that uh, basketball and save a possession for Mishawaka. Caleb Francis bounce pass right of the block. On the baseline, Manny Hill goes in strong against Brady Fisher, has a shot blocked, rebound Fisher. Fisher, one on four, takes it to the rack with the left hand. The shot is blocked out of bounds, but a foul on Caleb Francis. Brady Fisher is so versatile. Brady, in my estimation, Brady can play from, from one to five in positions. He can handle the ball, he can, he can be a two, he can be a three. He's a four and a five right now, and his versatility and his ability to be back playing for Mishawaka really, really is a big, big plus for the Cavemen. Brady Fisher, who missed a free throw a moment ago, rattles this one very softly around off the rim, but no good. He will have one more Riley substitution as that last foul whistled on the dribble drive to the hole by Caleb Francis. Whistled for his third foul. He will check out of this game. Peyton Baird will check back in for Alex Daniel and the Wildcats. And third time's the charm for Brady Fisher on the night as he... Missing the first two hits his third free throw try to make this a 20-point ball game with 30 seconds to go before half. 37-17 Mishawaka. They led 19-7 after the quarter break. Center floor now. It is Keyshawn Wright. Goes to the right hash mark to Manny Hill. Very possibly the Wildcats are going to wait for the final shot here and not allow Mishawaka another possession. Hill center floor. 12 seconds. Goes middle floor to Keyshawn Wright. Defended there by Cooper Pritchett. Now a handoff by Brandon Williams. Swings it left side. Schindler, three seconds, two seconds. Kicks it in the corner. Three ball launched. Up no good. Missed by right. We go to halftime. All Mishawaka in the first 16 minutes of basketball here in this Class 4A sectional semifinal that saw Michigan City win game number one over Laporte, 79-64. The Wolves are winning in the den for the winner of this game. And after one half, it's all Mishawaka. Can the Cavemen advance to the sectional championship for the first time in a long, long time? At the break, Mishawaka 37, South Bend Riley 17. Here are two with Mishawaka Caveman basketball and Indiana Hoosier Hysteria here on 96.1 The Ton. Along with Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller. Thanks to Matt Embry for that scoreboard update on the U.S. Signcrafters scoreboard. A couple of additions to his update over at Munster earlier tonight. Hammond Central walloped Hammond Morton 71 to 30. Meanwhile, in game two, Munster in a close one leads Lake Central by a 46-44 count. That is in the early stages of period number four. Over at Crown Point, a final in game one of their doubleheader tonight. Chesterton has defeated the host Bulldogs of Crown Point 59-50. Hobart and Valparaiso uh, no score to report as of yet. But. And to add to the drama, Brian, let's play a second overtime at Elkhart. 45-45 starting the second overtime between Northridge and Concord. We will keep you posted. Thank you for that update, Matt Embry on the U.S. Signcrafter scoreboard. Heck, a lot of uh, good Hoosier hysteria battles here. We had a good one in our opener with Michigan City beating Laporte. 79-64. If you're into drama or I guess anything as far as nail biters are concerned, well, that's not the case. I am pleasantly surprised as a Mishawaka Caveman guy because 
after a close nip and tuck ball game when these teams played Riley and Mishawaka back on December 9 at the Cave 62-57. I anticipated another game as, as close as that, if not closer, here. It's 20 points at half. Mishawaka 37-17. Obviously a lot of basketball to be played, but the Cavemen, while they're not clicking on all cylinders, they're just simply out playing the Wildcats. Well, uh, defensively speaking from, from that game, uh, early in the season, Mishawak is so much better defensively. They're not not—they're not letting Riley get to the paint. Uh, Riley is 2 for 13, shooting 16% from 3. So if you're not going to make threes and you can't get to the paint, it's going to be very, very difficult for you to score. It's going to be very difficult for a lot of teams to score against Mishawaka. And offensively speaking, Mishawaka is moving the ball a little bit. Arthur's going to have to prove that, that he can come out and just move the ball, take control of this offense, and, and run some stuff. And, and win this game. I want, I want Mishawaka really to play well in this second half and, and, and not play to the score. Both teams have eight turnovers. I want Mishawaka to cut those turnovers down because you know Riley's going to come out and pressure and trap and double and all that stuff. Take care of the ball. And, and, and really, there's no dribble in that press breaker. Just get it to the middle, look up, and, and get it to Brady to finish. So I'm looking forward for Mishawaka to play really well in this second half. And, and again, not play to the score. Cavemen led 19-7 at the end of the first period. Lead here at halftime, 37-17. Any uh, halftime numbers you'd like to share? Yeah, I, I think Mishawaka can get anything they want to if they move the ball. They're 15 for 19 from the field. Wow. They're shooting 79%. They're two for three from the uh, uh, three-point line. Uh, conversely speaking, uh, Riley is six for 23 from the field for 26%. So the inability of Riley to make baskets, the ability of Mishawaka to get whatever they want to get is why the Cavemen are leading by 20. As the teams take the floor to begin the second half, Arthur Jones, who spent much of the second quarter on the bench, comes on the floor. He is a starter in the period and walked over and spoke to two different officials one-on-one, -on -one, maybe to kind of clear the air or apologize for something that might have happened. That's what I'm guessing, but uh, hopefully cooler Heads have prevailed here as we get to the second half of play and the Cayman work it to Arthur Jones. Left wing on the inbounds and a three ball launched and scored. Arthur has got 15. Right off the bat, Riley tried to trap it up and uh, Mishawaka found the open player. It was Arthur and he knocked it down. Schindler goes inside, now back outside the hill, center floor. Now they'll work it to right on the left wing. Post feed, left block, Francis goes in strong on Pritchett. Jump pass is intercepted by Jackson Snyder. Snyder with a good anticipation, stepped in front of that pass, picked it off, runs it up the floor to Rasan now. Came into their half-court offense, leading by a 40-17 to 17 count. Arthur penetrates, dribbles, dishes underneath the basket to Rasan Johnson, but he can't hit the little bunny under the hoop, and the rebound down to Riley. That was a great dish by Arthur. Rashad should have made that. Now in the corner, Hill, deep left side, now to right. Top side, they'll swing it. Baird to Schindler, three ball up, three ball miss. Rebound Cooper Pritchett. Waits for traffic to clear. We're a minute into the third quarter. Cavemen up by 23 points. Fisher, right of the lane. Snyder, touch pass to Cooper. Back left side, they'll reset it now. Jackson Snyder looks to the inside. Instead, he'll dribble back out right hash mark. Now foul extension area to Arthur. 6.40 to go third quarter. Arthur fakes, shakes, bakes, launches three. Air ball miss. Off the dribble, tried the tray. Rebound, Riley. Baseball pass right up the floor. Dribble in the lane. Running jumper by Schindler. Put up no good. And the rebound takes down by Mishawaka and Arthur Jones. 
Jones with the dribble behind the back, works it against the defense of Riley in pressure. Now Johnson outside to Pritchett, cuts it inside, back out to Rassam on that left wing. Caveman lead 40-17, Rassam around the perimeter, takes it down the lane, put it up and in, but they're going to wipe it out because of an offensive player control foul on this Shawaka's Rassam Johnson. Rashad took it hard to the rim. Really a good take, but uh, I mean a better play by Riley for, for standing in there and taking the hit and somebody, taking the charge. Somebody took the brunt of that collision, and Rasan with that player control foul picks up his third foul. He's got three of the four fouls on the night for Mishawaka. Six minutes to play, third quarter. Came in 40 to 17 leaders. Arthur Jones with an interception. Ball stolen back on the out of bounds. Play right. Top side goes to Schindler. Schindler looks inside, nothing there. Bounce pass to Manny Hill. Look at Hill with one yellow shoe and one blue shoe. Dribble drive. Right side runner. Put up, no. Misses. Rebound. Rasan. Long baseball pass up the floor. And Brady Fisher puts on the brakes as he gets to the end zone and then gives a little uh, quick hug to a couple of the uh, front row caveman cheer block uh, members. Some of the uh, students. Making their presence known now. Right side, inbounds to Arthur Jones. Put up an air. Arthur's second three in the third quarter. Mishawaka blowing the doors out here. 43-17, right side runner. Put up an in. Good aggressive move by Keyshawn Wright. His fourth point. 43-19, Mishawaka. Got to get back on defense, caveman. Up the floor with Son. Right on his hip defensively is Schindler. Goes right side to Arthur. 5-17 to play. Give and go. Backdoor feed. On the cut from the right wing are Hassan Johnson, the recipient of the nice Arthur Jones pass. And Rasan has got seven. 45-19, Mishawaka. Baird, left side. Manny Hill from three. Got it. Manny Hill, his second three. Jackson Snyder up the floor to Pritchett, and the K-Men set it up. Now Rasan on the dribble drive. Goes to the right point. Gives to Arthur, sees a double team. Arthur turns, spins, dribbles to the free throw line. Little lean in jumper. Oh, off the rim, no good, and a foul. That that's ball hung on the rim and just didn't have the English to fall. That's a good take by Arthur. He had the lane, he got in, and, and he had the little 10-foot jump shot. you got to be able to make that. Now Arthur's going to be at the line, have an opportunity to knock two free throws in. He's, he's you know, struggled at the line maybe the last three or four games. Down to 62%, but it's nothing but net on that free throw. He had some arch on it too, right? He did. What we like to see. Jones 3 for 3 at the stripe. Had 12 points at halftime. Now with 19 on the game. 4.43 to play third quarter. Second free throw off the rim. Too strong, no good. Rebound Riley. Quickly at the floor, Bear dribbles into the corner. Goes right wing. He'll go to right, right dribble drive in the paint area. And the ball lost out of bounds. Second turnover for this in this half for uh, the Wildcats and the 10th for the game. 4.33 to play third quarter. It has been all cavemen. Long lob across the way. In the backcourt to Jackson Snyder from Rassam. Johnson dribbles, right point. Behind the back, little shake and bake move, nothing there. Out to Arthur. Arthur, ball fakes right, goes left. Gives it to the corner. Jackson Snyder from three, just short. No, rebounded by Francis. 
4.15 to play third quarter. Cavemen up 46-22. Back the other way. Running dribble drive in the paint. Put up no good. Tapped up by Baird. Tapped up by Fisher. Tapped up by the Cavemen. And controlled by Jackson Snyder. Snyder waits for things to clear. Long baseball pass. Finds Brady Fisher as Riley tried to trap him in the backcourt. And the safety valve was throw it long. And Brady Fisher waiting. That's unusual. Fisher's going to be the quarterback throwing the football. Well, but his time he caught the basketball and laid it up and in. Unfortunately for Brady, he doesn't get to throw long many times. That's true. That's true. 11 points for Fisher. Caveman up 48-22. to 22. Danny Hill, right wing, gives it up to Beard, left side. Three ball up, three goal, no good. Rebound by Brady Fisher. Starts a transition run, but puts on the brakes quickly and hands it behind him in the backcourt to Arthur Jones. Three and a half minutes to play here in the third quarter. Fisher, out left point, goes to Rasan. Top side of Arthur. He'll throw up a three, short. Rebound chased down, saved by Brady. Taps it off a defender. Loose ball picked up. Jackson Snyder takes it to the basket, put it up null and a foul. I think the ball hit the top strap of the basket. Yes, they did rule the support wire. Had a little wiggle in it after it made contact with that high arcing shot. Substitution. We will see Riley go to the bench. It will bring Brandon Williams back into the combination with three minutes and ten seconds to play third quarter. 48-22, all Michelle Walker. Center floor is Beard. Looks right. Goes right. Dribble drive, and then the ball deflected away, and the K-Men called for reach out, reach in foul defensively. That's a good job. Beyond Cooper Pritchett. That's a good uh, 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 defensive possession by Michelle Walker to, uh, to stop the drive to the basket. And, and get the help side action there. Backcourt inbounds, goes to the Wildcats. In the backcourt, the lob by Manny Hill, chased down by Schindler. He'll race to the forecourt, put on the brakes, left point. Goes to the left corner. Outside of the arc, Francis fakes a three, now gives up to Schindler. He'll try the tray up no. Weak side rebound, tip up and in by Peyton Baird. Baird had the glass well checked off. He gets his eighth point, 48-24, two-for-one special. Came in, transition, Arthur, a little bounce pass, rolls it right to... Awaiting Cooper Pritchett, lays it up and in for his seventh. 50 to 24. Topside three, Baird launches and swish. Wow. Nice look by Peyton Baird. Here's the 11th point. 50 to 27. Backcourt pressure. Arthur had his pocket picked. Stolen basketball. Fisher, or rather Francis, out of the basket to Manny Hill, waiting for the lay in his eighth point. 50 to 29. 2 10 to play. The last thing you want to see Riley get any momentum. Maddox Shohe, triple team. Now to Jackson Snyder. Snyder to Fisher. Brady almost had the ball snatched away. Dribbles the baseline, bobbled it off his leg, out of bounds. Couple of turnovers in a row here now for Mishawaka versus some pressure. Uh, I like I like this pressure by Riley, and I want to see Mishawaka handle this because Monday night they're going to have to be able to handle pressure. So this is really a good time uh, for them to work on this. Substitution, Mishawaka, Ace Troyer will get his first look of the night. He'll sub in with 1.56 to play third quarter. He will check in for Cooper Pritchett. Mishawaka, 50-29 leaders. Up the floor, Schindler. Bounce pass to Baird. Catch and shoot from three. This is an air ball. Rebound bobbled by Ace Troyer, but saved by Arthur. Jones up the floor. Behind the back with the dribble. Runs it up the floor to Jackson Snyder. Double team, and a timeout taken by Bodie Bender. And the Mishawaka came in 
on a possession-saving timeout. 1.38 to play, third quarter, a 30-second timeout. We will do the same with Mishawaka leading Southland Rally 50-29. Here are two with Mishawaka K-Man basketball and Indiana Hoosier Hysteria on 96-1 the time. A couple of updates for you on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard in Class 2A down at North Judson. The Blue Jays, the host Blue Jays, defeat South Bend Career Academy in their sectional championship. 56-48. to 48. Over at Northside, Jim and Elkhart, it took double overtime, but Northridge holds off Concord 51-47. And as we return to live action, the possession-saving timeout by Bodie Bender, the cavemen, they get the quick inbounds down to the basket, but they throw the basketball away for a turnover. Now back the other way quickly. Riley goes to work. Schindler out to Francis. Three-ball right wing miss. Checked off nicely by Ace Troyer and the cavemen. Mishawaki gets the rebound with 1.21 to play third quarter. They lead it by 21, 50-29. Bounce pass, Troyer, right corner to Jackson Snyder. Draws the double team. Bounce pass is kicked. Loose ball chased down by Brady Fisher. Oh, they're going to call an over and back. I thought somebody, somebody had touched that ball in the forecourt for Riley. Either way, possession to the Cats. Inbounds, Francis will trigger it now. Goes to Brandon Williams. Williams' outlet pass is stolen by Maddox Yohe. Good steal by 15. Yohe, Jackson Snyder. Yohe dribbles the paint. Can't hit the running layup. Rebound, Riley. Here come the Cats. Williams down the middle lane. Takes it right into the teeth of the defense. And Jackson Snyder called for the blocking foul. That's a, that's a really nice take by uh, Brandon Williams, the 5'11 sophomore. Just put his head down, finished through some contact. It has a chance for the three-point play the old-fashioned way. Randy Williams, who had a three-pointer for his offensive output in the first period of play, or in the first half, rather. With that bucket has five. He will look for the free throw to make six, and he will connect. 18-point game, 56 seconds, third quarter. This one is not over yet. Riley very capable, exploding and exploding quickly with their speed. Left point, Jackson Snyder hooks it out to Yohe, fakes the three, 45 seconds of the period. Arthur dribbles, left wing, jumper, no, rebound and a foul. Arthur goes over to the back of a Wildcat defender. I thought Coach Bender might have taken one shot in that possession. 40 seconds left now, and Riley has a chance to cut into this eight-point lead. 18-point lead. 18-point lead, my bad. Don't scare the listeners at home or in the car. Somebody might have drove off the road right there. My bad. Schindler, dribble penetrates, gets a little contact off from Jackson Snyder, puts up the runner, no good. Rebound pulled down by Arthur Jones, 32 seconds in the half. Great start. Or in the third quarter, rather. Arthur dribbles in the forecourt, has the ball bobbled, lost and stolen by Peyton Baird. Here come the Wildcats. Right corner three, Williams got it, and he is fouled. Wildcats able to hit a couple of threes now. They've, they've hit three threes in this third quarter. Have a chance for a uh, four-point play as Maddox Yohe didn't close out under control. Yohe called for the foul. The three is good. An old-fashioned four-point play now. At 21 seconds, third quarter, the free throw is up no good. Rebounded by East Troyer. Troyer will clear things out. Makes for Brady Fisher. Now goes to Yohe. And Yohe is bumped into defensively by Manny Hill. I think the caveman got a break. 
That's the second team foul for Riley, which bodes well for Riley if they're going to play a scramble defense heading into the fourth quarter. Manny Hill's foul is his third. Team second, as Ron mentioned, in the quarter. Along with Ron Heklinski, former K-Man basketball coach, I'm Brian Miller. Glad to have you with us here for Indiana Hoosier Hysteria. Baseball pass, good look right side. Ace Troyer, touch pass left to Brady Fisher up at him. What a nice pass by Ace Troyer. That's the way you break the press. Jump pass, Schindler, one second. Three ball, launch, missed, no good. A, a valiant effort by Caleb Francis and the South Bend Riley Wildcats. We come to the end of three here in game two of our Laporte sectional semifinals. Game one, Michigan City beat Laporte 79-64. And here after three in game two, it's Mishawaka 52, South Bend Riley 35. You're in two with Mishawaka. K-Band basketball on 96-1 the ton. We turn the page to quarter number four along with former K-Band basketball coach Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. After three, all Mishawaka. 52-35 leaders. Possession arrow to start this period to South Bend Riley as they continue to go from far to near side and or left to right. Dribble drive. Francis, or rather Williams, steps around a defender. Makes contact, but also was crashing into a moving defender for Mishawaka. And Jackson Snyder, I do believe, will be guilty of the caveman foul. Jackson. Oh, actually, I checked that. They're going to call it on Anthony Nelson, his second. I didn't see that. I saw Jackson trying to take a charge. Looks like he didn't get over there. Maybe Anthony slapped him on the way to the uh, uh, basket. Brandon Williams at the free throw line. Again, Brandon Williams is a sophomore. Uh, South Bend Riley plays uh, four sophomores here. A lot. A lot. Second free throw, nothing but that. 52-37. Backcourt, Nelson, touch pass. Up to Jackson Steiner. Leads the bounce pass left side. Brady Fisher layup it in. Great, great execution on the press break. In the corner, three ball launch, three ball swish. Brandon Williams just heating up, 54-40. 14-point game now at 7.24 to play. Johnson, jump pass, Jackson Snyder out to Pritchett. Dribbles left side, now slows it up and back outside to Rassam. Right wing to Brady. 54-40, caveman. Anthony Nelson thought about the long-range three. Now Rassam, deep left wing. Dribble hook pass in the corner. Nelson, three ball up, three ball good. Anthony Nelson able to work around his screen and curled out left corner all alone, hit the tray, lead back to 17, Mishawaka. That's, that's what Anthony Nelson does. He shoots the ball really well. He gets his footwork done. Shot blocked by the Cayman. Cayman has the ball again. Now after the block shot put up by Schindler, rebound Mishawaka. Cayman set it up with 6.40 to play, leading by 17. Fisher. Bounce pass, tries to give a go to Rasan. Now Rasan right in the lane, jump pass under to Brady. Didn't see it coming, ball deflected, stolen by Williams. Williams for Riley takes it to the glass, up and in. Good, strong dribble drive going coast to coast. He finishes with his fifth point here in the fourth quarter, 57-42 caveman. Mishawaka, Nelson, dribbles against the press break. Back out to Rasan, 6-10 to play. Johnson dribbles. Floats in the paint, throws up a little runner from about 14 feet. It rattles in the iron and scores. Nice pull up by Rasan. He's got nine back the other way. Baird muscles to the glass, put it up. No, rebound Cooper Pritchett. 
Pritchett outlets to Nelson. Nelson takes it to the glass. Running layup, no. Rebound Pritchett. Throws it back up and in. It was nothing pretty, but Nelson and Pritchett work hard for that two points. 61-42 caveman. Step back three. Launched by Brandon Williams. Put up, no. Rebound chased down by Riley. And now a foul called on. Timeout called. Or timeout called. I thought maybe, maybe, maybe there was a foul or a technical foul whistle, but now Alex Daniel will get a timeout for South and Riley. We will do the same. Five minutes, 33 seconds to play in regulation. Mishawaka 61, South and Riley 42. You're in two with Mishawaka Caveman basketball and Indiana Hoosier Hysteria on 96 1 the top. Stay tuned in our post game report. A complete recap on the entire day of Indiana Hoosier Hysteria on the U.S. Seinfrafter scoreboard. Matt Embry will also have details on a couple tough losses for Notre Dame sports today in women's basketball and in hockey. Inbounds, the catch and shoot Schindler launching right wing three, missing. Rebound Brady Fisher in a crowd of navy blue and gold jerseys and a foul after Brady collects the board by Peyton Baird for South Bend Riley. Heck, your thoughts here with 5.28 to go. Caveman seemingly in the driver's seat, but still... Has, has not completely shaken this Riley team. Well, you know, I think Mishwag's done a pretty good job against this Riley pressure. They've scored against it, but they've also committed 14 turnovers in this game. they got to cut that down here. The last 520, that's a foul. There you go. The, the last 527 here, just play this, cling, uh, uh, this game clean, move the ball. Riley's made this a little bit better of a game in the second half. Riley hadn't quit. Riley's competed, which is good for Mishwag to have to play through this a little bit. Backcourt, Arthur Jones gets the floater. Now works it up across the timeline. Deep left side to Brady. Fisher on the dribble. Little shovel handoff right at midcourt. They meet to Rasan Johnson. Now to Jackson Snyder. Snyder to Rasan at 5-12 to play. Caveman leading by 19, 61-42. Johnson gets a push but no foul. Now Brady dribble drive left hand. Goes center floor, back out to Arthur. And we're at five minutes to go, and Arthur dribbles around Schindler, and Schindler called for the reach-in foul. It's really good possession right there. A lot of dribble handoff, a lot of spacing. And uh, as Riley breaks down, then Arthur gets to the middle of the floor. And when Ar Arthur gets to the middle of the floor, he's really good. Common foul on that whistle. Marvin Schindler's first, team sixth. So one more foul. Or check that. No, actually, that is Riley's fifth foul. My correction, Mishawaka is guilty of six fouls. Center floor. So the caveman... Couple of whistles away from a foul and their one-on-one -on -one opportunities. Arthur Jones dribbles the paint, puts up the runner left side, up no, taps it up no, puts his rebound back up no, rebound Jackson Snyder. Outlets to Arthur, he's double teamed and then finally hogtied by a couple of Riley defenders and Brandon Williams will be the guilty cap. That's his third. And the sixth on the team, so common foul inbounds, Mishawaka. They'll inbound it baseline or check that hash mark left side in front of the Mishawaka bench. Jackson Snyder with the honors. 4.41 to play here in the fourth quarter. Backcourt lob, Arthur chased down into a double team, ball knocked away, Arthur somehow saved it. Now Jackson Snyder long pass up the floor to Brady and Fisher will wait. Gets it out to Pritchett, swings into the corner to Rassam. Half of four and a half minutes to play. Rasan gets a couple of bumps from Manny Hill. Rasan looking and the ball deflected and bounce off the hands of Cooper Pritchett out of bounds. 
Prasad tried to penetrate there. The lane was there. I'm not sure anybody stopped him. He probably could have just stopped and pulled up. But Riley has, I guess, no pressure. And the Cats a, with an over and back an over and violation. Back yep, they raced it up the floor, and Schindler delivered it behind him, and just barely on the uh, midcourt stripe in the backcourt was his teammate, and that a over and back call. Now Jackson Snyder races in the forecourt, and a bounce pass by Johnson. The Fisher is kicked by Riley defensively. That'll stop the clock at 4:14, fourth quarter. Allow Mishawaka to re-inbound it, leading comfortably 61 to 42. Looks like we are setting ourselves up for a championship game on Monday between Mishawaka and Michigan City. A rematch from back on December 13th. Deep left point now. Cooper Pritchett. Ball fakes. Goes to the top and called for double dribble. That was a double dribble by, by Pritch. Hey, let's check a couple of scores on the U.S. Crafters scoreboard over at Crown Point. Chesterton won game one tonight over Crown Point 59-50. In game two, Valparaiso they had their way with Hobart beating the Brickies 64-29. Right corner, catch and shoot, three, swish. Matty Hill with a good look, Trey. His 11th point, and Alex Daniel, third-year head coach of South and Riley, will burn a Wildcat timeout. We'll do the same with 3.53 to play. Fourth quarter, Mishawaka in the driver's seat. 61-45, we're back after this on 96-1. Back to LaPorte High School with Ronick Litsky. I'm Brian Miller. Looking back through some of the history, uh, Mishawaka caveman basketball in the postseason for Hoosier Hysteria. Their first game ever was back in 1914. No, I did not cover that game. Just clarifying. Caveman, though, with 124 wins. Heck, I'm going to tell you, of their 124 wins, this is going to be a sweet one because this is a talent Riley team. And while there's still 3.53 to play, you've got to feel good about Mishawaka's chances to get to the championship for the first time since 2004. If Mishawak is not a championship game Monday night, there needs to be an investigation. Long baseball pass. Pritchett using his baseball skills to Arthur. Catches it on the run. And with the lay-in, makes it 63-45. That was a great executed play by the Top game. side three caught and tossed in from Peyton Baird. A good step and a half behind the arc. Inbounds came in. 63-48 they lead. 3.33 to play. Jackson Snyder goes to Pritchett. Double teamed, and a reach-in foul on the Wildcats. Cooper will step to the free throw line, shooting 57% for the season. So if you're if you're Riley, Cooper Pritchett is probably the guy you want to foul. If you're Mishawaka, uh, you got to tell Cooper, hey, you got to knock these in, man. You're going to be on the floor late in games, uh, so you got to knock these in. Crunch time, right? Crunched, and he does. First one is good. He was one of two in his first trip way back early in the game. I always wanted to know the free throw percentages of players maybe in the last five minutes of a game. That's what I always wanted to know. Second free throw. This goes. one is high with a high arc. Good rotation. And the rattle free throw makes it 65-48. Dribble drive. Left of the lane. Good power move to the basket. Brandon Williams up and good. Long pass, Brady Williams, or Brady Fisher, rather, catches. Dishes it out to Cooper Pritchett. Pritchett, top side to Arthur, fakes right, goes left, dishes right side, lay in by Brady Fisher. Good penetration move by Arthur, and Brady's got 17. Hey, fans, Brady Fisher's back. Top side, Fisher with the steal. There was a collision, Manny Hill falls to the floor. Arthur, up the floor, under the basket, Cooper Pritchett, lay it up and in. 
Coop's got 13. 69-50. 2.45 to go. Top side three. Launch Schindler buries it. Marvin Schindler's first three of the night. 69-53. And the inbounds by the Cayman thrown away. By Mishawaka right in front of the Riley bench. That's just a bad look by Rashawn Johnson. Arthur was open uh, uh, coming down the lane, and Rashawn just let him a little bit too much. Inbounds, Wildcats. Step back three, Schindler. Forces the right wing three, no. Rebound, Jackson Snyder. How he didn't get tied up into a jump ball, I'm amazed, but Russell's free, gives it inside. Pritchett gets it from Johnson. Cooper under the basket, and now will burn a possession-saving timeout. Bodie Bender and his club will gather with 2.19 to play in the fourth quarter, taking that possession-saving timeout, leading by 16. Mishawaka 69. South and Raleigh 53. We're back after this on 96-1 the ton. Well, back on December 9th, their Mishawaka Cavemen snapped a 21-game losing skid to South Bend Riley. Well, they ended that in December, and now they're going to put a two-game win streak together against the Cats. And, in fact, snap a three-game losing streak in the postseason to Riley. In fact, Mishawaka's last win in the sectionals against the Cats was going back to 1988. That was a good year, by the way. And why do you say that, Ron? Because 1988, I was coaching at Edgewood High School in Bloomington, had a really good team. Uh, my, my daughter, Stephanie, was two years old. It was a great year. It was a great year because the Mishawaki Cavemen also won a couple sectional games. Yes, it was. And they're going to win a couple sectional games here and get to the championship, which will be Monday night at 7.30 South Bend and or Central or uh, Eastern time, rather, Mishawaki time. Dribble drive, Arthur Jones goes up for the shot. He's defended by two defenders, and the ball's knocked out of bounds. Inbounds, Caveman with 2.03 to play. They are in the driver's seat. Rasan Johnson gets the inbounds from Arthur. And Rasan strong to the glass on the left side as his 11th point. Francis into Schindler. Launching three, scoring three. Nice move. Marvin Schindler and Alex Daniel will take a timeout. Trying to extend this game with a minute 49 to play here in our fourth quarter. We'll take a break as well. 1.49 to go. Timeout Riley with our score. Mishawaka leading 71-56. Here in two with Mishawaka Cayman basketball and Indiana Hoosier Hysteria on 96-1 the top. Back to LaPorte High School with Ron Glitzky. I'm Brian Miller. Looks well, like no meatballs tonight, but looks like a good Cayman victory. Well, it, it does, and I think with the fact that there are no meatballs, we may have to stop after the game and get, get a bite to eat on the way home. Or a lot of bites to eat, right? Looks like Michel or uh, Southern Riley has emptied the bench here now. And they and, have uh, done so by bringing Shamar Jackson, a 6'2 senior. Jaden Stamp, a 6'4 sophomore. Latrevion Johnson, a 5'11 sophomore. And Joshua Harmon, a 6'3 junior, into the combination, along with Keyshawn Wright, who has had lots of playing time earlier tonight. But the timeout by Riley as they're circling the wagons in their desperation mode, but they uh, pulled the plug on their starting combo. And Mishawaka up 71-56. Now we'll look to work the clock for this final minute and a half of play. Jackson Snyder, Cooper Pritchett, Arthur Jones, Rasan Johnson, and Brady Fisher on the court for Mishawaka. 
And now Bodie Bender heading to the K-man bench to clear his pine as well. Rasan center floor, alley-oop into Jackson Snyder. It is intercepted by Keyshawn Wright. Wright will run the break, dishes it right side, the running layup up and good by Joshua Harmon. 71-58, we've got one minute to play. Backcourt, Arthur, shot of the timeline, races down the middle of the lane, puts on the brakes, has the ball knocked away, loose ball, picks it up, throws up the jumper, no, rebounded by Cooper Pritchett. Pritchett dribbles out of a little crowd. Now goes center floor, and Bodie Bender will burn a timeout strictly for a substitution timeout. And he will go to the bench, bring number 10, Johnny Macedo, along with number 11, Jack Troyer, number 32, Trey Thomas, into the lineup, along with Ace Troyer and Anthony Nelson, both returning to the K-Bag combination. So good to see some other young men getting some playing time here in wrap-up mode. Backcourt inbounds to Johnny Macedo. Macedo up the floor to Jack Troyer. Troyer left wing to his brother Ace. 40 seconds to play. Cayman 71-58. Leaders. Center floor. Macedo goes right side to Troyer. Reverse skip pass. Any other night, Anthony Nelson would have thrown up a three right there. He was wide open, but... K-Men are not going to shoot the basketball unless there's a wide open option and I think the instructions are do not shoot. And then Macedo tried to dribble through traffic, dribbled it off his leg out of bounds. Turnover for the K-Men at 13 seconds and they lead it comfortably 71-58. That is their 20th turnover. Southern Riley has... Keyshawn Wright up the floor. Now Riley's just going to spread the floor. They will not take a final shot. Harmon, left point. Now he'll dribble, bounce past to Schindler, and that is going to do it. Mishawaka's caveman lead coast to coast and defeat South and Riley handily here in this Game 2 sectional semifinal at Laporte. Final score, Mishawaka 51, South and Riley 58. Caveman advance to the sectional championship on Monday, taking on the Michigan City Wolves, who were in the sectional championship just one year ago. Again, 71-58 the final. Coach Ron Heklinski now return here for a post-game show. Coming up next, you're in two with Mishawaka K-Men Basketball on 96-1. Along with Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller. I apologize for the voice. A little rust and a little crust after a couple rough health weeks. But feeling much better and uh, feeling really, really good about the Mishawaka K-Men boys basketball team because they pick up win number 19 on the season here, beating South and Riley 71-58. And with that, they will advance to the sectional championship for the first time at Embry tells me in the right ear in 19 years. I thought we had the numbers here, but he did the math for us. It's been a long, long time. Certainly looking forward to the cavemen in action Monday, Monday night, 7.30 Eastern time, 6.30 Central. We'll have the broadcast here on 96.1 at 7 o'clock Eastern time. Fans, get out here and support this team. Mishawaka looking for their first sectional championship in boys basketball since 1986. It's a rematch from back December 13th against Michigan City and I have an important announcement to make not just for boys basketball but for girls softball. There's no practice Monday. <laughs> Get out here. We're, we will start Tuesday. Get out here and support your Cayman. Coach, your thoughts on the Mishawaka win? They win it 71-58. Yeah, I, th I, I thought Mishawaka uh, uh, shot 66% for the game, 30 for 
uh, 45. They got off to a really, really good start. Again, uh, uh, Arthur Jones got them off to a good start with maybe 8 to 10 points early, and uh, Riley could never recover. Recover. Riley was two for 13 from the three-point line. That's that's what they do. They they have some young kids that can shoot it. They ended up 10 for 28. They made some threes in the second half for 36 percent, but they could never overcome the deficit uh, that Mishawaka put on them early in this game. Uh, Mishawaka's uh, defense early in the game uh, was suffocating. Uh, they forced turnovers. Uh, they the opportunity for good looks. You know, I mean, it was really difficult for, for South Bend Riley. But the only thing maybe Mishawaka needs to, to uh, take care of a little bit, they had 20 turnovers, uh, you know, in this game where, where Riley trapped them up a little bit. Riley had 14. Uh, but, again, we're looking forward to uh, talking to Coach uh, Bodie Bender here and getting his thoughts on the game as he is set to come on up here. All right, so we'll take a timeout. We'll recap scoring and statistics here in just a few moments. Mishawaka coach Bodie Bender will join us on our post-game show conversation. All that coming up after this timeout on 96-1. Our highlights tonight here on our post-game show from 96-1 the ton. Brian Miller along with caveman basketball coach Bodie Bender and former caveman boss Ron Heklinski. A little uh, party up here in the uh, – sorry, coach, I'll get your uh, – Headset turned up there a Get little bit. Get that headset, man. Everybody wants to, everybody wants to hear from I got to talk to the engineer. <laughs> you know, need to talk to the engineer. 71-58, the happy totals. Your kids started off fast. They started off on fire and uh, truly really didn't cool down. Yeah, I mean, I go back to Wednesday on how they practiced. Uh, you, you saw a different look in their eye. Wednesday was probably the best practice we've had all year. And Thursday, they didn't quit. It was the same type of practice. And Friday, we just kind of put the bow on it. And you could, you could see it was, a, it was a different mentality on the bus coming over. Everybody was quiet. Everybody's listening to their music to get them going. And you could see the look in the eye of, we're not losing the basketball game tonight. I mean, it's focus. It's, yeah. You know, it's this time in the state tournament. Now you're in this, I mean, you're in the sectional championship game. It's focus. And obviously you could tell that uh, South Bend Riley was two for 13 from the three-point line in the first half. And, and obviously it wasn't because they had great looks. Your defense really pushed them out. They were three steps out hard. And I know you talked about that. Yeah, the philosophy basically for most of the night, now they threw some in, you know, late in the third, in the fourth quarter. But the philosophy was to back off and let them go ahead and shoot challenge threes. We just couldn't have them get to the paint. I'll be interested to go back and watch the film to see how many times they actually got in the paint the first half. I bet it's under double digits. Um, we just did a good job of keeping them out of it. Um, and, and I thought at times we frustrated them. I mean, I don't think there's any question about that. Defensively, you, you played really well. And when they got to the paint, I mean, they're so little, they couldn't get anything off your sides inside, really hurt them. And uh, I think that bodes well for you uh, on Monday night when you play. Talk about Monday night. I mean, this game's, this game's <laughs> in the bag, man. I mean, talk about uh, Monday night. Well, Monday, Monday, give me a chance and I can give you a call tomorrow. Let me watch, <laughs> look at the film a little bit. Let um, me enjoy this one, 71-58 caveman. We're going to have a tall task Monday night. They're, they're good. They're well coached. Um, Tom Wells has done this uh, a million times, and he's got a really good point guard that we're going to have to – we're going to have to find a way uh, 
to, to limit him on some things. I mean, I think it sets up really great for you Monday night because I think I think one of your strengths are you do such a great – your team does such a great job of stopping penetration, and when guards get in the air against you, you I mean, there's always someone there to take a charge. Right. Sliding in and, there. I, and I think that sets up great for you right. on Monday. I, I, thought, I thought tonight, just like Tuesday night, uh, was another great night of blocking out. You know, the, the thing that I write, the last bullet point I write under the defensive stuffs on the board is block out, one and done. I thought the first half uh, we lived up to that to that mentality, and, and really it continued into the second half. We're visiting with Bodie Bender, head boys basketball coach, Mishawaka High School, who pick up win number 19 on the season tonight. They improved to 19-6 and six with a 71-58 win over South Bend Riley. Coach, when you look at the scoring column, you know, Arthur certainly of recent has had his points and started out very solid tonight. 12 points in the first half, finished with 21 for the game. Rasan had a very quiet double-figure night. Cooper Pritchett, really? blue what did, collar. What did Rasan have? Had 11, according oh, nice. to the old man's numbers nice. here. 13 for Cooper Pritchett, 17 for Brady Fisher, and as I made an announcement, I think mid-third quarter, fans, Brady Fisher's back. Well, yeah, he's back. I, I thought uh, we had, obviously, we had great balance tonight. Um, and to give ourselves a chance on Monday night, we're going to have to have great balance again. I also thought while we mentioned the double-digit scores for them for the cavemen, that Jackson Snyder played a very, very good he was floor solid. game. He was solid. He, he helped us really do a good job of taking care of the basketball. I thought a couple times, uh, more than a couple times there, late in the third quarter, fourth quarter, he did a great job of flashing when we would get trapped in the backcourt and got it. And then it was pretty much off to the races. We either got a layup or threw it back out and ran some clock. Um, he was terrific tonight. Yeah, I don't th- uh, When he gets the ball in the middle of the floor and, and, and turns and looks opposite, I mean, who wants to press you, right? Because right. it's big, I mean, right. because it's a layup. Right. Mishawaka winner, they will advance to a sectional championship for the first time since 2004, and they will take on the Wild, the try again, the Wolves of Michigan City as tonight Mishawaka defeats the Wildcats of South and Riley, 71-58. Coach, any final thoughts? I know it's going to be a busy, busy day tomorrow. <laughs> a lot of film, a lot of preparation, a lot of notes, and then uh, hopefully some time with your players Monday to you know mentally get ready and get on the bus to come over and play for yeah, all the marbles. Yeah, we're going to have to figure out how we want to handle Monday and, and a walk through a little bit. Um, so, yeah, uh, a lot of preparation tomorrow. I'll be on that computer. I better make sure I get home when it's charged. I'll probably <laughs> be on that thing a while tomorrow. Well, 19 years, man, 19 years since uh, the caveman been in a, a sectional championship game, man. I don't want to put any heat on you, but that's really sweet. I, mean, 19, I think you put 19, enough heat on me this year, haven't hey, you already? Hey, hey, 19 wins. Every day in the, oh in the teacher's life. Oh, my. I mean, right it's here. just. Hey, 19 wins, 19 years. I think there's there's a, there's a lot of synonymous things going on here, and I'm. I, I mean, I can't wait till till Monday night. And I know, and I know you're going to do your prep. You always do, man. I'll take class on Monday. <laughs> I'll take class on Monday. You can do what you yeah, want to do. I appreciate it. In there, first for everything, right? Oh my gosh, class! Well, hey, yeah, I'm glad. Hey, I'm glad we're taping this so I can go back and play that later for you. Yeah, I, I will. I, I mean, those are that's you. a that's a kiss of death right there. I'll take class for you on Monday, man. Oh, He's got man. it covered. Hex got it covered.
And Hex already told me that we're stopping for dinner on the way home, too, because we, we didn't get any meatballs down in no the No meatballs here. Are you kidding? No got, meatballs. Yeah, we got to make sure we get I, back because I, I think we're too close to Michigan City and Sheltro would like I, to be dro dropped off at the uh, boat. At the casino. I know. I know, man. <laughs> well, make sure you go back east. Don't go west. <laughs> hey, congrats. Hey, congrats Tony Bender, great win for the caveman. And uh, certainly uh, looking forward to a big night of Hoosier hysteria here on Monday night. Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. That is Bodie Bender, head coach for your Mishawaka Cayman tonight. Mishawaka winning 71-58 over South Bend Riley. Let's take a quick look at the scoring totals. First for the Wildcats. Joshua Harmon finished the night with a basket for two elsewhere. The Wildcats four points for Keyshawn Johnson. One field goal, two free throws, and four tries. Nine points for Marvin Chindler on two three-pointers, a field goal, one of two free-throw shooting. It was 11 points on the night for Manny Hill with three three-pointers, one two-pointer. 14 on the game for Peyton Baird. Baird finished with eight in the second half on two three-pointers, four two-pointers. And high-point man was Brandon Williams. Williams off the bench, the 5'11 sophomore, three three-pointers, three two-pointers, and three free throws on the night. He finished with 18. Scoring for your Mishawaka came in and went at 71-58. Three points for Anthony Nelson on a three-pointer in the fourth quarter. Six for Jackson Snyder all in the first half on three two-point field goals. Four cavemen finishing double figures. Rasan Johnson with 11. Five field goals, one of two free throw shooting. Cooper Pritchett, 13. Five field goals, three of four free throw shooting. 17 points for Brady Fisher. Fisher, five field goals from two-point land, one of three at the free throw line. 17 points are checked up. 21 points for Arthur Jones. Jones had 12 in the first half, finished with 21 the night to pace the cavemen, four three-pointers, three two-pointers, three two and three of four at the free throw line. Elsewhere for Mishawaka, Johnny Macedo, Trey Thomas, Maddox Johe, who started, Played several minutes tonight, but did not score, along with Ace Troyer and Jack Troyer. Again, the K-Men win it 71-58. Coach Eklinski, <clears throat> my voice is about done. Any final thoughts? Yeah, no, so my so my final thoughts center on Monday night now. And I, you know, I mean, I'm going to ask these Mishawaka fans, man, come on out and, and, and get to this game. And there support, needs to be more people and support here. support this, this team, man. You need to support half of this gym now. This is 19 years, and, and, and this is a chance for the cavemen to advance to the regional. They're good enough. They're, they're, they're well coached. Uh, I, I think the way they play sets up an opportunity for them to uh, win this championship. So, so get out here and support them. Uh, uh, they've done what they've had to do these, these first two games, and that is take care of business, play good, solid basketball, be coached up really well, and, and they've accomplished all that. Get out here and watch the Cavemen on Monday night against Michigan City. It'll be a great game. Looking forward to it. We will see you then, and uh, look forward to the drive home, and uh, we'll stop for dinner. Don't worry. Yeah, cool. I know. I hear your stomach growling. So cool, man. No worries. No worries. Cavemen a winner tonight. After a 21-game losing streak to Riley that they broke back in December, now they have won back-to-back -back against the Cats, snap a three-game losing skid in the postseason to Riley, winning their first time against South and Riley since 1988, and they win it here in an impressive fashion, 71-58. Again, Michigan City beat Laporte in game number one tonight, 79-64. So we will bring you all the action Monday night. If you can't be here in person, okay. But get here, wear your maroon and white, Come support this basketball team as Mishawaka looks for their first boys basketball sectional crown since 1986.
That was back in my early days of broadcasting. That's all I'm going to say. Looking forward to having it Monday night if you can't be here in person. We'll be on the air at 7 o'clock South End time. That is Eastern time and 7.30 tip-off. The Wolves and the Cavemen right here from Laporte High School. Wrapping things up from the Maple City of LaPorte for Coach Rod Heklinski. Special thanks to him and Coach Bodie Bender for joining us on the postgame show. Stay tuned. Matt Embry is next with a complete scoreboard update on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard. You've been in tune with Mishawaka K-Man basketball and Indiana Hoosier Hysteria on your home for the K-Man 96-1 the ton, powered by Bethel University Athletics. A very pleasant good night from LaPorte High School. Continuing with our post-game coverage following the conclusion of today's doubleheader, Michigan City wins the first half of the LaPorte doubleheader over the LaPorte Slicers, 79-64, and Riley has fallen to Mishawaka. The Cavemen getting their first appearance in a sectional final in 19 years. 2004, that's the last time Mishawaka has played for a sectional title. They'll have that chance against Michigan City on Monday night following a 71-58 victory over South Bend Riley. Again, Michigan City, 79-64 over LaPorte. Pre-game coverage coming up on Monday night here on 96-1 the ton around 7.05 Eastern time. That would be 6.05 in the Central Time Zone. U.S. Sign Crafters from custom signage and graphic needs to installation and service, U.S. Sign Crafters has you covered with the region's only three-year warranty. See what they can offer you today at ussigncrafters.com. That's ussignfactors.com. Just one game in the state of Indiana is not completed at this point of the night. However, though, majority of the games are in the books throughout the northern semi-states, so sharpen your pencils, get out your brackets. Here is how things stand as far as action completed today. We will start in the northern semi-state in Class 4A. We've already gone over what's happened in Laporte. We can tell you in Munster. In the semifinal round of sectionals, Hammond Central has advanced. They defeated Hammond Morton tonight, 71-30. Next opponent for them will be Munster. They hold off Lake Central, 56-51. Now the Crown Point sectional, semifinal round completed, and the host Crown Point fall to Chesterton, 59-50. Next up for them, the Vikings of Valparaiso. An easy winner over the Hobart Brickies, 64-29. We then jump Laporte head to Elkhart, where Penn, no problems, over Goshen, 55-37. And we're going to talk about Marcus Burton and his accomplishments. 36 points on the night. He is now 33rd all-time in career points in Indiana high school basketball history, passing such names as former Indiana star, now college coach, Steve Alford, among others. We'll talk about who he also could be passing potentially on Monday night when they face Northridge as they outlasted Concord tonight, 51-47. That game featured two overtimes. Now we move to regional number two, where Fort Wayne Northside has advanced, defeating Fort Wayne Northrop 64-48. That was a sectional final tonight. In Columbia City, Fort Wayne, Wayne, and Homestead advance to the semifinal rounds, defeating Fort Wayne South and Columbia City. And in the nightcap, Fort Wayne, Wayne wins the sectional, defeating Homestead 55-53. Sectional final in Kokomo, no problems for the Wildcats. That's Wildcats with a K as they hammer the Marion Giants 85-51. And at Carmel, Noblesville holds off a comeback attempt from Zionsville to get the victory 58-50. 
It is the first sectional title for Noblesville since 2010. Congratulations to the Millers. In Class 3A, sectional or regional number one, we start in Hanover Central where Lake Station has won the sectional, defeating the host Hanover Central 66-48. That game just went final. John Glenn has won tonight a sectional title, defeating Culver Academy 58-47. That was at Knox. At Jimtown, what a day for South Bend, Washington. They open the day upsetting Mishawaka Marion 43-41 and then outlast South Bend St. Joseph 62-61 in overtime. St. Joe had advanced to that game with a 50-27 win over New Prairie early in the day but cannot get the victory against Washington, so Washington heads to the regional round. We're next up for them, a matchup potentially... Of course, we're going to have to figure it out on Monday night. But in semifinal play at Northwood, West Noble winner over Lakeland, 57-53. Northwood, no problems with Fairfield, 59-33. Now in regional number two in Garrett, Fort Wayne Bishop Winger in semifinal play. A win over Heritage tonight, 61-41. Fort Wayne Concordia will be their opponent on Monday. They defeat Woodland, 58-48. At Frankfurt, sectional final decided tonight. Twin Lakes defeats the Bombers of Rensselaer Centrals, 61-59. In Peru, the host Tigers defeat Norwell, 78-68 to clinch the sectional title. And at Newcastle, a host fall to Delta. Delta wins the sectional title at Newcastle, the world's largest high school fieldhouse, 50-37. Now in 2A. Gary, 21st century in Whining, defeats Andrean 68-60. Also in the docket on tonight's card, among final scores, uh, South Bend Career Academy in Class 2A fell to North Judson San Pierre, 56-48. So South Bend Career Academy's hopes to win their first sectional title in school history come up just a little bit short tonight. Also, among other notable results, Bethany Christian winner over Lake Central, 63-49 to as well, or excuse me, getting by Lakeland Christian, 63-49. to So the Bruins also wrap up a sectional title tonight. So looking ahead to the docket on Monday night, still a few games to deal with in terms of determining sectional title winners. For instance, on Monday night in Munster, it'll be Hammond Central and Munster. Also at Crown Point, Chesterton will take on Valparaiso. Our game, of course, again, 7.05 pregame here on 96.1 The Ton. Michigan City against Mishawaka, rematch of a regular season game at the Cave earlier this year, which Michigan City won 67-49. We'll see how things play out on Monday. Elkhart. Penn a winner over Northridge, or excuse me, taking on Northridge. Of course, Penn an easy winner over Goshen tonight, 55-37. Northridge in double overtime, defeating Concord, 51-47. The sectional titles, however, though, are already set in the other four regions in the Northern Semi-State, Noblesville, Kokomo, Fort Wayne-Wayne, and Fort Wayne-Northside, the winners of those sectional titles. In Class 3A, Again, Lake Central, it's Lake Station getting the victory 
In Hanover Central, John Glenn defeating Culver County 58-47. South Bend, Washington. First the win over Marion today, and then the win over South Bend, St. Joseph. They get the victory over Marion 43-41. South Bend, Washington then defeats St. Joseph in overtime 62-61. Northwood, of course, the final will be West Noble against Northwood. And then at Garrett, it will be Dwenger against Concordia, two Fort Wayne schools. Frankfurt, Twin Lakes has claimed the sexual title. Peru wins their hosted title. And Delta wins the Newcastle sectional title. Now in 2A, apologize, we had a little technical difficulty there. Gary, 21st century on Monday, will face the winner of Bowman Academy against Ileana Christian. That game has still yet to be decided on this night. That's the only game still in progress in the state of Indiana at this point. In North Judson, the host defeats South Bend Career Academy, 56-48. Westview, sectional final, will feature Westview. We got by East Side today, 50-26 against Central Noble, who defeated Prairie Heights, 51-45. In Rochester, the hosts fall to Lewis Cass tonight, 54-43. The Kings will take on Wabash, an easy win over Winnemac, 48-15. At South Adams, Fort Wayne Blackhawk has won the sectional title tonight, defeating Adams Central, 39-32. At Delphi, the former site for Bodie Bender prior to his taking over the job at Mishawaka, the Flora Town Carroll Squad wins a sectional title, defeating Clinton Prairie 50-36. In Taylor, Tipton gets the victory over the hosts 58-40, so the Blue Devils advance to the regional round. In Monroe Central, Wapahani, a winner over Muncie Burris, 53-34, and that wraps up the Northern Semi-States in Class 2A. And then finally, in A, Couts. Gets a sectional title tonight, winning in overtime over Morgan Township, 60-52. Marquette Catholic gets by Culver Community, 49-41, to win the Triton sectional. In Hamilton, took overtime, but Bethany Christian, a big performance in the extra session to defeat Lakeland Christian, 63-49. In West Central, Tri-County has claimed a sectional title. So that's two schools in one of the smallest counties of the state, Tipton County. Or excuse me, I apologize on that. I give you the wrong information. My apologies. Tri-County in a different county, not in Tipton County, but they get the win nonetheless over North White, 43-40. In Southwood, the host defeat Fort Wayne Canterbury to win a sectional title, 70-57. to In Fountain Central, the host defeat Rossville in overtime, 44-40. In Tri-Central, that's the school I was referring to as far as Tipton County. They were not in play for a sectional title tonight. However, though, Liberty Christian did win it, defeating Daleville 69-51. And at Tri, Blue River takes home the sectional title tonight, defeating Seton Catholic 74-65. So minus one game, that is where we stand looking ahead to Monday night in the conclusion of the sectional round of the IHSAA State Basketball Tournament for 2023 for the boys presented by the Indiana Pacers. After this final timeout, a tough day for Notre Dame athletics. We will explain. You are listening 
to Mishawaka Cayman basketball as part of Hoosier Hysteria on 96.1 The Ton. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 